Today's SWAPA number is 1,659. That's the number of pilots in 2018 who block bid and then traded away every vacation week they bid on. And that number includes 35 pilots who bid five-week blocks only to trade them all away. Today on the show, we're going to talk with Mike Santoro, former Baltimore rep and current contract admin committee member, who also happens to be SWAPA's front man on the vacation issue. He's going to give us some background on the vacation bidding, how we got to where we are now, and what's next. I'm Kurt Heidemann. And I'm Amy Robinson. We'd like to welcome Mike Santoro. Thank you. So, Mike, as Kurt said before, you're the uh, face of the vacation issue. Uh, who did you anger and how did uh, that begin? Yeah, uh, that was not my my choosing. Uh, I was uh, appointed by uh, John Weeks to head up the vacation discussion. Uh, mostly because I was kind of the continuity on the board from 2014 to the new board. So I had seen everything that had gone on with 14, 15, and that whole debacle of vacation. So I was I was appointed the position. You're just randomly chosen. Yes. Uh, or one might say, through the short straw. I would definitely go with that one. Okay. All right, that's fair. <laughs> so if you had the front row seat back then in 14, 15, 16, talk to us a little bit about what what that was. There was a couple of different opinions on the board, most of which you see out on the line today. Some people are for changes, some are against it. All opinions are very strong, uh, which makes this uh, a, dis- a tough topic to discuss. So because the b- opinions were strong on both sides, no consensus was drawn on the board, which why uh, it was put out for a vote uh, back in. When you say both sides, you mean... The change, for change, change or, or against okay. change, right? right. So, uh, and that's when it was uh, originally put out for uh, as a resolution on the board, and it passed. The resolution passed for it to go to a vote to the membership. And so, uh, all along, I had been telling as, as a rep back in, back then, um, you know, we were fighting for a contract sixteen. I, I was always telling all my members, "Hey, I will, I will head up that fight." get you guys to vote on something after the contract passes. Cause that was one of the big questions in the, um, any loungers that I did was, you know, why isn't vacation bidding, you know, front and center? Why don't we get in a side letter, you know, so forth and so on. And so I always say, you know, it's too contentious of an issue to put into the contract, uh, without having any kind of education or any kind of votes prior to the final vote on the contract. So when, Six, when we get a new contract, we'll tackle that and uh, go from there, which is what we ended up doing, right? So we got the new contract, and one of my things as um, a rep was at the next board meeting, I said, hey, we should probably revisit the resolution that was passed, I believe it was in 2015 or, yeah, 15. Uh, we need to visit revisit the resolution because it wasn't an, acted upon. So. Uh, that's when I was appointed as the vacation person um, because I opened my mouth. <laughs> uh, but uh, so then we started the whole, uh, you know, history and what, what what it was all about. And that's how the vacation point uh, that came out in 17, that's where that all came from. So talk to us about how vacation is sort of a commodity trade now. Some people bid vacations in big blocks and they pick the popular 
uh, weeks to, to bid those blocks. Uh, popular being the prime vacation weeks of summertime. Uh, that would be, so this year would be like week 24 through week 32. 24 is June 14th through the 20th, and week 32 is August 9th through the 15th. So basically the summer months where your kids are out from school and the most flying is out there, people would bid the whole blocks to not only trade them around for other weeks like Christmas, spring breaks, um, or maybe uh, Thanksgiving, but they also would keep some of those weeks to fly over. Now, people can do whatever they want on vacations. If they want to fly on their vacation to make extra money, so be it. That's their prerogative. And if they have the seniority to hold it, they can do whatever they want. That's that's not for anybody to decide. But it has turned into a bit of a commodity, and that's one of the driving factors. So really what a lot of this comes down to is is it is an issue of fairness versus how much seniority do you want to inject into the process? Would that be a fair way to look at it? Yeah. So, I mean, the the problem is, way it was structured when it was first created, right, was you bid one round per week, I mean, one one week per round, because people didn't really block bid because the trading was almost impossible without computers. Right. We're talking right. 20 plus I, years yeah, or 30 years ago. That's right. Before the advent of computer, computer-based trading, um, which actually wasn't all that long ago, wasn't that, like, it was probably 15 years ago or so. Yeah, so I don't maybe think 20. they. I don't, no, I don't think they had it when I was. Yeah, because uh, they used to had to post post your weeks in the in the lounge. Like, hey, I want to trade this week, and that would never get cross based trades because you wouldn't like run to Midway and see if there was a week available. You know, because most people just wouldn't do that. Um, and it didn't. Not to say it didn't happen, because but it did. But anyways, it got really busy. Lots of trading happened when computers came into the world into the uh, equation. Um. So, if you wanted to go back to when this language was written and how it was meant at the time, they were going to bid one week per round, right? And that's true seniority, right? So the best, the most senior guy will hold his favorite week in the first round. And then the second round, there'd probably be a couple extra summer weeks available and he would hold another one. Um, Now that all morphed into what we have today, uh, which is fine. And lots of guys, one of the complaints is, or the arguments is like, I waited a long time to be held the block bid. And now it's my time and I want to do it. And I don't blame them, right? I mean, I don't blame, I'm going to be here 35 years when I'm, it's all said and done. I will definitely at one someday be able to block bid. And if it's available, I'll probably do it because it's what you got to do to get a summer week. But um, on the flip side, you have guys saying, well, why should a, a guy junior to me who may know somebody or be able to work the system like three or four way trade, why should he be able to, through trading, get a week that I should have gotten by bidding with my seniority? And that's where the, that's where the uh, disagreement comes in. It just depends on how you, how you look at it. Cause yeah, I, that guy was senior enough to hold all five weeks. So his seniority held the five weeks. Yours didn't. But then on the other side, you have the junior guy getting one of those weeks when you probably should have because you're senior. So it's, it's, it's such a tough argument. It's, it's so hard. And it's that, and that's why, um, people get so emotional with it. Cause it's, it's a, it's a big deal. I mean, quality life on vacation is a big deal. And that's why it has to go to the vote, uh, a membership vote. Absolutely. I mean, it absolutely has to. And, and I do think it bears repeating though, just, just so that, you know, we're very clear what we're voting for the 20 for this to be part of the 2020 proposal. They're not voting to actually enact this change. Correct. That's correct. Okay. However, 
and a voting to put it in the 2020 proposal mm-hmm. is is voting for a change going forward because when the new contract passes, we're going to negotiate that as part of the as package. part of the package. Sure. Well, I, I just want to make sure that it, it's clear. Like we're not. That doesn't mean that you know next week they're or next year no, they're next all of a sudden going to have gonna a, happen. Yeah, right. right? No. Right. right. That's correct. So let's talk about the distribution of 2018 weeks as they were bid, and then also what it looked like after trading. Before the uh, any trading happens, so all five uh, bid periods are done, you have your vacation awards, no trading has started. In order to hold one of those prime weeks as a captain, you had to be in the top 19.1%. That's any one of those weeks. Uh, on the FO side, it's even worse. On the FO side, it's 13.2% average. But then once the training begins, then what? So trading begins and it, it kind of normalizes a little bit, right? You have um, captains at that point are uh, at an average of the top 42% to hold it. Uh, and FOs is at 37.9% to hold it one of those weeks. And that's an average. And that's all based on our current, our current bidding process, which is uh, any, any block up to five weeks at a time. And uh, so when we voted back in 2017, we had uh, a series of different options open and, and we went through a couple of voting rounds. Can you talk a little bit about that, please? So the, I mean, like a, the best way to do it is, you know, a two question vote every time. That is the absolute best way to do it. You get A or B, I want A, done. 50%, more than 50% want, want uh, the first option. You know that that's the answer, right? The problem is we don't have the time to do that 18 times, right? right. And, and get membership to vote on every time. So we had to come up with something that would allow for people to rank what they wanted and for those to come out, the, 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 the things with the highest ranks to come out top. And that was the hair wear. And I really had no idea what it was until the professional uh, balloting person uh, in our board meeting, who was the parliamentarian, uh, suggested that like, that was a viable option and it, would, it could work for us. And so we did that with the safeguard, right? So with the, if this isn't what guys want, they can still in the second, in the runoff election, still vote against the change. So that, that was kind of why every, the board at the time was at peace with the hair wear method, because no matter what result came out, could always can the, the deal still, right? And that, and, and again, which is why we're having this vote now, even people then were like, okay, well, what if I, change my mind later, I, I can still vote no on the side letter. Uh, so since there's no side letter, this is why you're getting this vote now. You get one more chance to say yay or nay on keeping the same or any two weeks. So one thing we haven't discussed is what was the final option? Like, what did it come down to? Okay, so the, the final decision that came down was that any two-week option is what we call it. And basically that is you're allowed to bid any two weeks in the first round um, of uh, vacation bidding. So you can bid um, your, uh, your favorite uh, summer week and Christmas. You can bid July 4th week and Thanksgiving. If you're senior enough, you could bid July, a summer week, like basically a work week or vacation week, work week, vacation week, so that you can get the whole month off. Right. With the overlaps. And you call that the V-O-V, right? right that's yeah. the code we use. That's right. V-O-V is what we call that. So um, you can bid any two weeks, literally any two weeks. All right. Which creates a ton of combinations, but you can bid any two weeks. And the second round, you bid the rest of your vacation. Okay. However many weeks you have left. Okay. 
wasn't that uh, complexity of bidding a, a big complaint from the company? Wasn't that one of the sticking points? It was. Uh, and even even us internally, we were like, wow, that's a lot of bidding options uh, to to throw down on in a bid. Um, and that's when we all kind of put our heads together and realized, you know, it's, it's going to take a, some sort of bid sort program to, to do this. And you can actually make the sorts really user-friendly and, and easy to manipulate. So, for instance, you could say, you know what, I want, um, most guys are going to have like their, their 10 or 20, like I want these two weeks or these two weeks. This is what I need this year, and those are the vacation weeks I want. So they would put those first, right? So, but then you get down to the guys who are like, you know what, I, I would just like a summer week. Any summer week. If you can give me two wherever they are in the summer, I'll take them. Or then it's like, you know, I'll take any summer week and, a, and Christmas week. So those always would be sort options that would throw over. It would sort out and give you every combination of those things and put them into the bid column and you'd call that sort done. Right. So that's, and then for, like for me as a junior captain, it'd be, you know, I would basically just say any summer week, then, Hey, just give me something. Uh, that is it February. That is February. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that is, it is what it is. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that was the idea was to get some sort of bid sort program. And we assumed like, you know, Softimizer and WBID, they come out with their own, uh, kind of a thing and, uh, it would drive a market that would, that would work. But the problem with that was the company said, no, we're not going to allow any third party apps to enter our system. Even though they have third party apps now for our monthly bidding. That's correct. Even though, and they completely forbid it. So that's when we were like, well, you're, they're going to have to develop it. And they said, well, if we're going to have to develop it, you have to develop the whole, um, the GUI. So we had to come up with um, the graphic user interface and all the sort options that we thought would be uh, nice to have. So basically, Swappa developed their entire app for them, let's say, their interface. Uh, at least all the con- conceptually, right? So we sent that over to them and gave them all that stuff. And they said, okay, well, it has to go through several iterations of approvals. First being flight ops, right? So flight ops absolutely has to approve this for it to go to the next step. And then it gets mixed in with all the company IT stuff. Um, well, we never made it past the flight ops stage. So um, despite, um, you know, Russell McCready telling us for years, hey, as long as it doesn't cost much more, um, we don't care how you bid vacation, but um, just let us know and we'll we'll get it done. It's like, I mean, years he said that, um, but obviously that is not the case. And actually what's funny is the uh, crew planning, when we were doing this uh, um, dive into uh, history and stuff, and I asked them, hey, if, if, if you had one thing that you could change or that you'd, you'd like to have incorporated in this new bid uh, process, what would it be? I said, we'd really love to have a shorter uh, bid period, right? So five rounds is a long time. So when, when it's all done, they're compressed in time to, to get it all through. Uh, and so they're like, well, we'd rather have really a compressed time frame, which is actually what everybody voted on, right? Only two rounds versus five. So we actually fulfilled what crew planning wanted, uh, one of their requests, and yet still n- no dice. So with this... Uh- with, with the vacation discussion having gone back to 2017, we were using 15 and 16 data, and now we've just updated it with 18 data. What are the trends that we've seen even in the last few years? Uh, so uh, what's interesting is you've seen the the envelope of prime weeks, prime weeks widen. So um, we say June 24th is a prime week. 
Um, but some people are bidding even up to June 1st and hoping that somebody will, you know, find that interesting to trade with. So the the envelope is wadding for prime weeks, uh, although the seniority numbers aren't changing a ton. I mean, you go about to, to week 22 or 21, it does go up a, a bit, almost up to 40% in the 21-week-ish thing. So it drops off fairly quick when you get outside the, the real prime weeks. But that's kind of what we're seeing, uh, we've seen all along, is that the seniority numbers to hold those prime weeks are ever increasing just because more and more people realize that, well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, I might as well block bid. If I got the scenario to hold a summer week, I might as well hold all of them and get what I want. Which you can't blame them. I mean, it it, it is a it, it's kind of how the system works now. You almost have to bid, block bid a summer week to get a summer week. If we go to this uh, new bid process and we get to the two weeks in the first round, does Swapa have a, a an expectation of what that's going to look like as far as distribution? So it's always tough to tell you know, exact distribution, uh, because it is going to be a change in behavior. So some guys aren't going to want all summer weeks with only any two weeks. They're going to want spring break and summer, summer and Christmas, you know? Um, so saying that, uh, behavior is tough to gauge, but, uh, SRC did their best uh, job in, in estimating where those would end up. Um, and captain side, it looks like it's, it would, with all the combinations possible, it'd end up around the 50% level would get a summer week vacation uh, and the FOs around the 42% uh, level will, would get summer week. So the top 42%. That's a, that's a big difference in, in what they have currently. Yeah. And that's in the first round. Of course you can, this trading is still going to be uh, alive and well, of course there'll be less guys wanting to trade their summer weeks because they're going to be bidding for what they want. Right? Rather than using <clears throat> it as a commodity. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, there, there no doubt about it. There'll be less, uh, prime week trading when it's all said and done with the new method. Mike, thanks for coming on the podcast to explain the vacation issue. As Mike mentioned, the next steps are now up to the membership. Our pilots will vote during the general election to decide if our contract 2020 proposal will keep our current vacation bidding system or if we move to the alternative, which is any two weeks in round one. The fall election will include a number of different, different issues for our pilots, the budget, vacation, and our profit sharing election. And of course, our pilots will be choosing a rep in each domicile as well as a new VP. As always, we want to hear from our listeners. Drop us a line at com at swapa.org and let us know what you liked and what you didn't. And tell us if you have any ideas for topics that you want to see covered in an upcoming episode. And one last thing before we go. Today's bonus number is 95%. If you read our miscellaneous negotiating point that included vacation, you know that today the company only puts out 95% of the total required captain vacation weeks. This only magnifies the shortfall of desirable vacation. So whether or not our pilots vote to change on our vacation bidding method, we can all agree that increasing the available inventory and doing it over an even distribution will be a benefit for all of our membership. 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. Clear to land, 1-3 right, stop, 40. 